Welcome to the Can I Steal You for a Second podcast, a Bachelor podcast, and part of the Fansided Podcast Network. Hey, everybody. Welcome into another episode of Can I Steal You for a Second? I'm Ashley Young, joined, as always, the belated birthday girl, Natalie Zamora. Natalie, super excited to talk about this week's episode. But before we dive into all of that and your birthday festivities, we <laughs> got to shout out our friends over at Manscaped. Manscaped have the fellas bodies covered this summer. They just launched their fourth generation performance package, which includes the Lawnmower 4.0. Trim from the leaders in male grooming so the man in your life can join the two million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with our code FANSIDED20. Yeah, and you mentioned it, the Manscaped Performance Package 4.0. It's here at last. So inside that package, you'll find their lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, the weed whacker for your ear and nose hair trimmer, crop preserver ball deodorant, crop reviver toner, performance boxer briefs and a travel bag so you know great stuff everyone needs it maybe maybe not uh but if you're interested you can get 20 percent off and free shipping as ashley said so you just go to manscaped.com and use a code fansided20 that's 20 percent off and free shipping Woo! we love to see it we love to see it uh natalie you were on a work hiatus for a little bit celebrating your birthday we're all dying to know how you rang in <laughs> the new birthday year. How you feeling? Yeah, I'm feeling good. Had two days off, had a nice night at the Jersey Shore. Um, wish we were talking about the Jersey Shore show in this podcast, but we are not. Um, but yeah, it was really nice. Nice beach trip. Uh, stayed, in, stayed in Airbnb. Jeez, I can't talk. Airbnb overnight. And it was nice to get away. And I watched The Bachelorette late, which I never do. I watched it last night and things are happening. <laughs> things are happening. I will say if it wasn't for Twitter, I would watch The Bachelorette the day after. Yeah. 10 out of 10 times because being able to zip through commercials and it's suddenly an hour long, an hour and 10 mm -hmm. versus two hours, chef's kiss. It's so much more enjoyable when it's chopped down without the commercials. Yeah, I agree. So I was like, yep, it's fine. I won't watch it on Monday. And then yesterday it was just so nice. Turn on Hulu. There you go. No commercials. Just it's nice. But it did felt feel really funny because I'm just used to going on my phone doing commercials, looking through Twitter, everything like that. I would pick up my phone and read something and then just miss like five minutes of the show. So that's okay. Just no attention span. It's fine. <laughs> No attention span. Well, we are at that point in the season, though, where there's so few men left that they're getting a little more screen time. So situations are getting a little dragged out. You know, we're down to the last few here and we're starting to come full circle because we kicked off the episode with a one on one with none other than Greg, who truthfully might have come in a little too hot in the first couple of weeks because everyone seemed to be in love with him. And we haven't seen too much of him since then. Uh, what'd you think of this one-on-one -on -one time with Greg? And were you as impressed as we were his last one-on-one? -on -one? Yeah, I don't know. I was excited for him to get it. I still do really like him and I'm rooting for him. But like we've said, you know, in, in the past few weeks, he's kind of done nothing, been kind of boring. He looks sad, which I feel bad about. But 
asks, you know, he has to do some type of grand gesture to impress Katie, kind of like what Blake did and put him ahead of the game. So I was excited to see him get another one-on-one though. Of course it was, it was hard for two of the other guys that hadn't gotten one-on-ones yet, but I think it just solidified the fact that, you know, he's a front runner for Katie and she needed more time with him. And he was obviously very happy about it. So they have a connection. It's very clear. Um, but yeah, good for him. That's how I feel. Good for him. <laughs> he does have that like resting sad face. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's his eyes. They're kind of like hollow, like empty sometimes where you're just like, are you okay? Can you <laughs> hug Greg? Like you were America's sweetheart, one of Katie's front runners, like you mentioned, and he just looks sad all the time. But I guess it's just his face. I don't know. <laughs> he seems happy enough when, you know, he's speaking, but he definitely has that resting sad face, which just absolutely kills me. Agreed. And he, I just still think he's so cute. So I'm about it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. To, he's given me no reason to like hate him or mm-hmm. not root for him. He can be a little cringy for me at times, but he does seem like a genuinely good person. It's obvious that they have a connection together. So I'm like, he's a safe choice. I feel like he's there. There's no red flags. Like maybe the bar is just really low. (laughs) There's no red flags. Um, But it's obvious that they're very comfortable together. Uh, It wouldn't be a bachelorette season if they didn't mimic like some kind of hometown activity. Mm -hmm. And they did the whole, you know, Seattle, you know, market scene, throwing the fish. But these hotel makeshift dates are really starting to get old to me. Um, I don't know. I'm over the flying fish. Like (laughs) I miss flying to new cities and like actually seeing the world and immersing these, you know, participants in a different culture being trapped on a resort. Although it is my dream. That sounds wonderful (laughs) for the show. I'm like, all right, when are we going to get out of this? Like how far away are we from getting back to the bachelor series as we know it? I know it's funny. I was actually thinking about that with this episode specifically, just because, I mean, they did as best as they could do with the date they were given, but it was kind of a shitty date. It was cute because they're together, but it wasn't really that interesting. And I kept thinking like, damn, I remember when they used to travel the world, like they would have been in multiple different countries by this point. And I really miss that. I think it's like such a different scenario and see how the guys react to you know different cultures different activities it's so much fun um and this is you know it is what it is I'm like all right (laughs) there's a pandemic like do you want them traveling you'd be just as worked up if they were traveling yeah so it was like you said it was cute but uh sweet sweet Brandon was a little worked up as well because He feels, truthfully, I'm on his side. Who is this man? Why is he on my TV? I know nothing about him. And that's kind of his argument with Katie. It's not argument, but that's his Mm. frustration is that he feels like he really hasn't had a ton of time with her. And I'm invested in his approach to, you know, bring this to her attention. And do you remember what he said? He says, I would love for my dad to drink a beer with you. (laughs) Yeah. Like that was, that was his, like, I'm going to drive this home. And (laughs) that came out of his mouth. And I'm like, you had me on your side and you lost me, buddy. You lost me. 
Yeah, his deliverance was very awkward. And I, I, I was like you, I was like, yeah, I mean, why is he here? I would also be frustrated of like, am I just like the least worst of the bunch that like I made it this far, but you don't really like me or talk to me or anything. But yeah, his deliverance, I was like, what are you saying? He made no points in what he was saying, even though I knew what he was trying to say. And then as he starts talking, Katie's like, let me stop you and, you know, talks to him because yeah, that was rough. But I mean, I'm glad he said something because I feel like he was very much just like, all right, either she's going to convince me she likes me or I'm just going to peace out of here because what is what am I doing? And we've seen a lot of that from Katie this season where she has these non-traditional exits with mm-hmm. the, the men in the house, which I kind of love because why string someone along just to like embarrass them in front of the group? It feels yeah. more authentic or humanizing if you will and I appreciate that she's like you know what there isn't anything here like I'm not gonna waste your time Mm -hmm. it's time to go so he said what he had to say she said what she had to say and then that's the end of it and I kind of love this new Katie she's done it a few times this season and I just I love that kind of exit it just feels more believable to me than you know someone not surviving tribal council at the end of the episode (laughs) I agree I would much rather go out that way as well instead of having to sit through another road ceremony when it's like all right you are falling in love with these men you said two words to me so why you know I'm leaving obviously so I yeah if I was in that situation I'd much rather just be like so you like me or no I can I can go like you know no problem I can go don't make me I don't think I have a huge ego but I think we all have enough of an ego that if we can get dumped in private yeah we're gonna prefer that opportunity than to be publicly broken up with in front of an audience and also know who your romantic interest is more interested in Mm -hmm. in front of an audience so I like it the rose ceremonies too it's just like all right we already read the spoilers we know who's leaving I like the delivery so much better so I thought it was interesting too, though, on his way out, he only told Blake. (laughs) How does Blake get here late? And then is somehow everyone enjoys his company and also is like the confidant of this exit strategy. I'm just, every episode I am happy for him and I'm rooting for him and I do like him, but I'm perplexed by how people perceive him because he seems very well liked and I don't quite get why or how. Yeah, I completely agree. That's like we were saying, I think last week that when he came into the house, everyone, of course, was mad. But then two seconds later, it's like they're best friends with him. So I don't know. I mean, he seems to have a good personality, but this is kind of over the top and how they're treating him. And I had the same exact reaction when Brendan went to go say bye to Blake. Of all people, I was like, they're both Canadian. Maybe that's why. Canadian pact. If I go home, I have to say bye to you. If you go home, you have to say bye to me. That's it. Maybe that's all it takes is like a Canadian bond, like as if it's not essentially, you know, north of the United States, but whatever. (laughs) So again, Blake, I'm like, you must be likable. Mm -hmm. Um, Which let's go into the the group date a little bit, because that was also where I'm like, Blake, what's going on? Um, they were greeted on this group day with art that could be interpreted as like the female anatomy is, I guess, I don't know what I'm allowed to say on the podcast, <laughs> but of course the boys are like, 
giggling and, you know, unsure how to interpret the art. And then they're all tasked with like creating their own art. And when Blake turns his painting around, he's talking about it. And it, <laughs> Nelly, it must've taken me a good, like he was basically done explaining it before I realized he just didn't paint a black canvas. <laughs> like, I thought he was going for like an abstract contemporary art. Like <laughs> it's up to interpretation, this black <laughs> canvas. But they had to blur his whole piece of art out. It was just a giant black rectangle. Um, which again, I love these competitions where it's like, you can be goofy, but see yeah. how you can hang, try a new skill. Uh, so I really like the date. But again, I'm just like, Blake, maybe I don't know what's up with you because everything <laughs> you do and say gets censored. I know nothing <laughs> about you. And I wish they would release the uncensored uh, artwork. I like want to start a petition. Same. Like, how bad could it be? I'm sure he's not a good artist. So it's probably like stick figures. <laughs> like, how bad is it? And I need to just say that I hate the black boxes for everything every season. Like, if someone's wearing a bikini, they just throw like a huge black box and it's terrible. Just blur it or something. I don't know. It's terrible. But I saw like before Blake presented his Michael A they black box like a part of it so I was like oh we're black boxing in this scene and when Blake showed his I really did have to squint for a second I was like did they just black box the entire painting <laughs> like what is going on but yeah I think he even said in the, in like a confessional you know like I'm just gonna go for it type of thing and I guess with Katie you know he knows she has that sense of humor so sure I guess go for it. Um, I also loved how Justin is supposed to be like this amazing artist and his painting was, what? What was so it? Bad. You, so bad. It was like, it literally looked like a kindergartner did it. But I think he spent so much time on the rose in yeah. the center, which was really good that they probably were like, all right, boys, 30 seconds, like wrap <laughs> it up. And all he had done was like painted a rose. So that was my interpretation of his chaotic, like stick yeah. figures is that he spent way too much time obsessing over the rose <laughs> in the center and then had to scramble. Cause you know, the producers were like, bro, like who cares? Like just wrap this up. Come on now, come wrap it up. We get it. You're good at art. We get it. Um, because it, his might've been the worst. Not that we could see Blake's, but it was pretty yeah. bad. It was, yeah. The producers were like, it's not that deep. Like, you're going to get a rose. Don't worry. It was it was rough. So, you know, we, but I like those dates so much better than flying fish. And I don't know, like, that's a cute date, like painting, whatever, whatever. So um, it was cute. And I think that it was Katie's reaction to Blake's where I was like, all right, I know I say this every week but she seems giddy. Like she seems like she has a connection with everyone, but I think she's just a nice like people person yeah. and gets along with people and has great energy. Like you get the energy you put out. And, but with Blake, you can tell she's giggly. Like he's not that funny, Katie. You yeah. like him. That's why you <laughs> think he's funny. She definitely has like her goggles on for Blake. And you could see it when she was losing her mind over his God knows what painting. <laughs> Agreed, agreed. Because even with Greg, I mean, I felt like their conversation was a little bit stale, but she seemed into it. But like you said, I think she's just like a people person. And then with Blake, it's like she's in kindergarten. <laughs> she literally has butterflies, which, yeah. you know, like I said, the bar's on the ground, no red flags. <laughs> but, you know, if you have butterflies, lean into it. 
And stale is the perfect word for grid. Like stale chips, I'll probably still eat them. But like, <laughs> stale. We can do better. But like they get yeah. the job done. That's the perfect way for the conversation. It's like it gives me nothing as a yeah. watching the show if I was in that conversation. Um, but I do have a soft spot for Michael A. That has not faded at all. The dad storyline, I know they're hamming it up. <laughs> this girl, I can't when he's like FaceTiming his son. I know. And, Katie talks about, you know, when I give you a rose, it goes to your son. Like I see a future with him in the process. I'm like, this is too much for me. Too real, too much, but it's beautiful. I know that's how I felt as well. I was like, ah, like, should you be saying this? Because there's a chance you're not going to get married to him. And now you're just messing with this poor man's heart. He's just like the most innocent sweet thing oh my gosh he really has to be the cutest contestant this season for sure just in terms of like pure sweetness and innocence um but I know they are really cute together it just kept making me nervous that she was talking like so seriously about a future and I was like but what if it doesn't happen there was like one too many lines where I was like unless you literally are ready to run away with yeah. him I, I think it's kind of harsh to lead him on with these phrases and use the sun as like part of your your shtick even though you might feel that way like that's a real man with feelings like how dare you break his heart don't do that to me don't make me watch that episode I don't all I will turn my tv off I can't see that man get heartbroken um so no he's still I got a soft spot for him a big big soft spot uh you know who I don't have a soft spot for though is Mike and whatever that yeah. weird cuddle Terrible. date they went on. <laughs> I hated all of it. I really did. Uh, it's like, what is like the cuddle guru? Like, is that someone I can hire? Like, is that a thing people pay for? Am I that out of touch? His outfit was creepy. Like the white linen. Mm-hmm. Like, like you said, everything about it. I was like, can we get through this? And he just really wanted to make it worse for both of us because he kept talking about his mom and Uh how Katie reminds, like, as they're cuddling, he's talking about his mother and how Katie reminds him of his mother. (laughs) And you know, the producers just kept being like, tell us more about that. The man wouldn't stop talking about his mom. (laughs) And then they're cutting to them, like cuddling. And I hate like the whispering on the mic. Yes. I'm like, oh, this is so gross. So gross. Yeah. Um, So I also hated it. Yeah. Though I was going to say the whispering was the worst part about it. It creeped me out so hard. And Katie was responding and not whispering. She was talking normally. (laughs) So I was like, stop. You know, you're mic'd up. It's going to be loud regardless. (laughs) Like, it was really bad. And yeah, the whole mom thing was weird. Um, You know, I understand you want someone that's just as great as your mom. Like you love your mom makes sense, but it was weird. And then they cut back to like the guys at the house talking about Mike P and how, you know, he's a virgin, everything like that. They were talking about, you know, how virgin is he basically. And the guys were like, I mean, he's not clueless. He's had girlfriends. He's done other stuff. But then when they show him and Katie, I'm like, has he like, I don't know. Is this the first girl he's met? I don't know. Poor the poor guy. I don't hate him, but that date was just really brutal. <laughs> it was brutal. I think he would have benefited much more from like a dating coach than a cuddle coach and just 
hey, you know, here's a list of things you should or shouldn't talk about on a date. Number yeah. one, your mother. <laughs> Number two, how you cuddle with your mother and she scratches your head. Like it was just too, <laughs> too or yeah, file that under things you keep to yourself on a date. <laughs> you never want to. So he seems like a good soul, pure intention, <laughs> wishing no ill will. But I am so glad he's finally gone because Katie, I don't know why she kept him around. Like you said earlier, maybe it's just the lesser of several evils mm-hmm. as how a few people might have skated through. But that day was like peak. Like, why am I watching this show? Why do they do this to me? Get this man off my screen. The whispering, the outfits, the cuddling, everything about that. I was like, we got to go. We got to go. Yeah, it was terrible. I almost wonder if it was Katie's way of being like, this will definitely make me want to send him home. So let's just get it over with. Because she also started the date saying like, I never thought I would date a virgin. It's like the whole thing is just so... It was awkward from the start and he made it way more awkward. So yeah, I'm glad it's over. It's so awkward. And I hate that she said that because this is not a dating scenario in the real world. Like no one is like having sex in the house. So Mm -hmm. it's not even a, it's a non-factor truthfully, like a dating relationship. So uh, again, I just, I hate that it's played out. Um, I hope he finds a nice woman that reminds him of his mom elsewhere, but not Katie. <laughs> anyway, it wasn't the only uh, teary-eyed Katie we've seen the episode. We still have a lot more to talk about in terms of breakups and sending people home right after this break. Should we just dive into it? Rip, Andrew, sweet, sweet Andrew S. I'm so sad. Believe it. I cannot believe he's gone. I'm so sad. So I, you know, we get into spoilers and everything like that. Not on the podcast. We dabble. We dabble in the spoilers. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. And so I had always read that Andrew S. was in the final four. So I had no, you know, thought about this. And then right before the episode aired, I actually, for some reason, you know, Twitter sometimes will give you notifications about a tweet, even though you're not even tagged in it, it'll just be like recommended for you. So I yeah. saw that and it was reality Steve being like, I made a mistake. <laughs> Andrew S goes home today. And I was, you know, uh, down the shore not planning on watch the episode. And I was just in my feels the entire night knowing that it was going to happen. <laughs> Reality Steve just came in hot, ruined your birthday, made a huge error of all the mistakes to make, Andrew S. Because he has such good energy and yeah. he's very likable. Um, and I wasn't ready to see him go home as I really like call Greg stale. <laughs> but I also don't know if I see like the romantic relationship between him and Katie, which is truthfully one of the worst kinds of breakups when you like really admire these two people and it just doesn't quite fit the puzzle pieces and I'm like y'all are wonderful and I want you to date each other so desperately but I don't know if I saw that like romantic giddy-eyed Katie the way I see her with Blake yeah I agree they both seem to get along super well and their you know their time together was so fun but it seemed like they would just be better friends it didn't seem too romantic but as me, the viewer, I wanted him to stay on just because he's another, just such a sweetheart. Like the men this season have been so great. They really have. And I, it's clear that they have like a friendship in the house, which is my favorite thing mm-hmm. to see. 
Because honestly, it makes it a little more believable when they all are influencers after the show and, like, <laughs> you know, going to music festivals together and whatnot. Um, it's hard for me sometimes to buy in when people are enemies and now all of a sudden they're like best friends in the wild. I don't get that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, Andrew S., sad to see him go. Uh, didn't love how it went down, though. Um, mm-hmm. He kind of arrives at Katie's room the next day, says what he has to say, gets a little closure, and then... <laughs> the drama um, yeah the, the, the drama I'm like how many takes was this um he leaves her a no and it's like if you ever change your mind I'll be waiting with like a god-awful smiley face <laughs> and written note and she's like oh, Andrew and she's crying and she's sprinting through the hotel like hallways and she's like oh, where did he go have you guys seen him and the stairwell is open which you know anything about stairwells 99% of the time the door is not wide open and <laughs> I think it's truthfully a fire hazard to have them open like that mm-hmm. so she sprints down the stairs which that would not be my first thought no <laughs> and runs outside and like runs into his arms and th- for a fleeting moment you think he might come back to the house mm-hmm. did you think he was gonna say yes Maybe. It also, <laughs> it was just so awkward too, because she like ran up to him and it seemed like he thought he was going to stay. And then she's like, can I just have a hug? And it's like, wait, <laughs> what is going on? Um, and I think, I guess in that moment, he must've just had like a quick reality check of like, okay, no, I shouldn't do this because it very much was, you know, if you change your mind, I'll be here. And she's like, okay, I changed my mind. And he's like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> Which like, I good for him. Said. Yes, like, I think everyone's guilty of being like, it'll be different this time. Yeah. And like you said, a nice reality check from him. Like, if you didn't want me the first time, I there is someone that's going to want me the first time and stick by me. And, you know, I think he said something like, I want my future wife to, like, choose me the first mm-hmm. time, not, like, doubt it and bring me back once everything else doesn't work out. And I was like, good for you, bro. Like, go out on a high note. Have yeah. a little chip on your shoulder. Uh, I think he has set himself up nicely to be in bachelor talks. Yeah. Um, is he your front runner if given the, the slate of men before us? Yeah, I think so. And like you said, I think his exit was just like prime bachelor audition. <laughs> he ended on a good note, very mature, very like, you know, my next woman, whatever, that kind of thing. So he's looking for a wife. Um, everyone loved him on the show. So I definitely would love to see him as The Bachelor. What do you think? I, me too. <laughs> I can see them editing those clips. Yes. The teaser of like, I want my next wife to choose me. Like all his yep. one-liners. Uh, he's very charming. He's very, I think, enthusiastic. Um, but we also have Michelle's season coming up, which mm-hmm. is interesting that we're going to have another slate of guys competing, not just for Michelle, but also for more TV time and to have this back-to-back season we're like doubling down I just think Andrew S not only does he check all my boxes what I want to see in a bachelor he like is very very charming and I would be so thrilled for him to have that opportunity so I'm all in I also would love a little senior moment even though Michael A is not that old (laughs) but like I just think what he's looking for is maybe more mature of a relationship. Yeah. Um, we could do a little Claire season again where we, you know, <laughs> we rapid, rapid fire. And then he falls in love, finds a, you know, little wife, mom, 
And then on with the next one. I like this rapid fire succession of leads. Um, so that's my, my 1A, 1B. 1A is by far Andrew S. I love that guy. Yeah, I know. I love both of them. I really do love Andrew. Um, I mean, yeah, and Michael. But yeah, I'm, I'm just so it's it really is crazy to think we have another bachelorette season, but I'm sure no one will be as great as Andrew. I say this now in the next season on the podcast, I'm going to be like, who the hell is Andrew compared yeah, to, right? you know, yeah. another guy? <laughs> like, I can't believe we ever thought that we were clowns. We were clowns. <laughs> yeah. No, he did it right. Like you said, prime bachelor audition, beautiful exit. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sad to see him go, but I know it's not the last we're going to see him. And they hit us with some, a lot of Bachelor in Paradise teasers. Um, I know you watched with no commercials the day after, but yeah. a lot of Paradise commercials, Paradise teasers. It's all over my Instagram, my TikTok. I feel like I cannot escape it. So we have Paradise. We have Michelle season. Like they are full steam ahead with the the content and cast coming our way. Yeah, definitely. And I'm, I'm excited for Paradise just because they always, you know, add so many late arrivals. So maybe we'll see, you know, a handful of other people, maybe Andrew, not if that takes him out of the running for, for the bachelor. (laughs) No, we cannot risk Andrew. (laughs) If you're listening, scrub your Twitter, clean up your Facebook, like don't screw yourself over. You have everything to be the perfect bachelor and don't go to paradise. Don't fall in love. Don't go to paradise. I want you as the bachelor. That's my, my plea. Don't, don't mess this up. Exactly. I agree. Um, and what was I going to say? Oh, and then I did watch it on Hulu, but I did see a teaser just for the next episode of this season. And it feels like it's supposed to be hometowns, but I didn't see any family at all. It just looked like drama. What was that about? I know. I was definitely complaining into the the void. <laughs> my roommate in our living room. And I just was like, just angry about the pandemic. And you know, the cases are spiking again. And then, yeah. like, and then we can't even have a hometown. Like, we are hometowns. You know, it was just like icing on the cake of my very real, you know, people aren't vaccinated, people are getting sick rant. Yeah. But I was like, and we can't have real hometowns. Like that was just what set me over the edge because uh, I miss it. I miss it. And I know a lot of those houses are just fake and it's not really people's houses, but I like it. I want to see mom and dad and angry sisters and brothers and, you know, childhood bedrooms, anything. I miss it. So I didn't, yeah, I didn't get much from hometowns. Yeah, I know. I'm excited to see what happens, but yeah, it's never the same unless they're, they're back in their town doing whatever it is they do. Even the men tell all, they tease that too. Yeah. You know, whatever, the most dramatic men tell all ever, blah, 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 blah. (laughs) But I was like, yeah, there was drama, but there's, I don't think there's anything that we need to unpack further. It was, you know, Hunter's a prick. And Mm -hmm. what was the other, I don't even remember his name. Thomas. Thomas, (laughs) yeah, too forgettable. Thomas um, wanted to be the bachelor. Like, that's all we got. Should I tune in? Are we going to get any gossip? Probably not. I know. And even the teaser for that, they just kept showing old footage of this season. I was like, what? What is the mental? They're really just going to go over the Thomas stuff. He's going to be like, yeah, I wanted to be the bachelor. It's fine. And then Hunter is going to deny being a villain. That's just going to be two hours worth of that. 
I know spoilers, everyone. We just we ruined uh, the mental all for you. Spoilers. Yeah. So I don't know. They've teased the season that it's gonna wrap up quickly. I feel like it has truly flown by. Um, I definitely have indulged in spoilers. Truthfully, if you follow any kind of bachelor anything on the internet, I'm sure you've come across spoilers as well. So while I know how it ends, mm-hmm. I'm really excited to see how we get to that point is all I'll say. Same. That's exactly how I feel too. Yeah. So we'll wait it out. <laughs> but I think we have a lot of great uh, bachelor content on the way. We hope you guys listen in every week with us as we're, you know, talking, complaining, all that fun stuff that comes with watching the bachelor. Uh, we're really excited to see how Katie seasons end. go like, and subscribe to the podcast. We appreciate all the reviews and we'll catch you guys next week.